Now, I want to back up because it's important that we understand, and I know I preached uh, you know, a couple weeks ago on praise, so I want to come back, and I want to look at, if you have your Bibles, go to Acts chapter 16. And I just want to cover a few points um, before I move forward because I, I feel that we're on such a topic that if we, we can take the time and understand what praise is and how important praise is for the body of Christ, that you know we can come out of this month, we can come out of this, this month, even February, going into March you know, with, a, with a stronger prayer life, a stronger praise life. Amen? Does anybody feel like you need a stronger praise life? Amen. I do. I, I'm, 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 I, I need a stronger praise life. Do I need a stronger prayer life? Yeah, I need a stronger prayer life. And, you know, we're tackling these topics because we want God's people to, to, you know, to walk and flow in everything that he has for them. That, that's, our, that's our desire as a church. Not only that you accept the challenge, but you accept the challenge to be everything God has called you to be. Do everything God has called you to do. Amen. Acts chapter 16, and I just want to hit this real quick. And it's uh, 1625. Amen. And it says, And about mid midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prisons were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And everyone's bonds were unfastened. When the jailer woke and he saw the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself. You know, he, because he was, he was nervous that the people had escaped. And Paul cried with a loud voice. He says, do not harm yourself, for we are all here. We have stayed here. We haven't left. But the thing that I want to point out, that praise. You know, we, we, we've talked about signs and wonders, and they're great. This is a wonder. You know what a wonder is? It's something that makes you wonder. How, how, could, how could somebody sing? How, how could somebody be in a prison jail singing hymns before God? A great earthquake happens and, and the chains get loosened from them. And, and the, the, they're no longer bound. Amen. I read this as I read this. I see this as a, this is a legitimate you know, miracle. But it's a, it's a wonder. How, how could this happen? And as I've read this story over many, many years, I've, how could this happen? It happened because of their praise. It happened because, you know, they had just been beaten. They had just been, you know, and I tell you that even in, in, in situations in our life, when things come up, when we don't feel like praising God, when we don't feel like anything in us feels like we, you know, we don't even feel like getting out of bed. I'm telling you that your praise is the answer. And even right here, you know, they, you get thrown into prison in this time, day and age, you could think my life is over. And see, the thing about this, they weren't even put in the out parts of the jail. They were put in the inner parts of the jail where the, most, where, where the, where the, where the people that, that do the most horrific crimes are held. So they're in this jail, and they begin to praise and sing, God, sing to God. And the shackles are released. And so I'm, just, I'm coming back from you know, a couple Wednesdays ago. I want you to understand that praise is a weapon. So you have to understand, you know, the, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God for the breaking down of strongholds, uh, first, Second Corinthians 10, 4. So you, the, it will break strongholds in your life. So you have to understand what, what comes out of your mouth. This thing called praise is real, and it's a real weapon that God's given to you. And I, and I want to tell you, because it's the one thing, growing up in church, I didn't understand. I didn't understand praise. I didn't understand prayer. And it's not, you know, when you, when you begin to hunger and you begin to thirst and you begin to desire the things of God, what he, what he does is he begins to open things up. He begins to show you these things. And I'm learning more now that praise, 
You know, even in my time of prayer, I praise as much as I pray now. And I just give thanks to God. God, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for who you are. I'm thankful that you... Are you thankful that you're saved? Are you thankful that Jesus Christ died for you? I can't get past John 3.16 sometime. I'm, I, 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 you sent your son to die for me. You, you, you know, not only me, but see, once I got the revelation of that, I realized he sent, he sent Jesus for everybody else. See, my eyes shifted. It was no longer about me because I, I understood. Now, now God has also sent me out here to tell people about who he is. Isn't that something? That God does that? But it's not a mystery. Praise is a weapon. Praise is a weapon given to you as a child of God. It is a weapon. You know, it's, um, it's the easiest way we communicate with God. It's the easiest way. When we open our mouth and we give thanks to God, it's the easiest way we communicate with Him. Just to thank God. You know, and I think sometimes it's taken, it's taken me some time and years to learn this. Because a lot of times, even in the beginning, when I was a child of God and I was a Christian... You know, the promises were yes and amen to me at that very point. But you know what happens is that we grow. Over the years, we grow in faith. We grow our faith. And one of the ways you grow your faith is, is you're in church. You're, you're learning about the things of God. That's what God does. He grows your faith over time. But, you know, it, it, my, my, my prayer life, you know, honestly has went from a, a place of, I don't just now pray, I praise. Because I, I want them to be equal in my life. I want praise to be as equal as prayer in my life. And so I, I, I've learned to praise God. I've learned to, you know, and praise comes in many forms. And we're going to take some time. I know Pastor Murray's got a great word tonight around praise and worship and what the difference of those two things are. So don't miss tonight because it's a, that'll be a really powerful word. So understand that, you know, praise is a wonder. It's a wonder in your life. You know what? Because if you were like me, I grew up in rural West Virginia. People, you know, I, I just, you know, believed in God, but I didn't know how to access God. But I want to tell you right now, you can access God through praise. You can tap into God through praise. Amen. If there's anything you could pull out of today, just know I can get I can get to where God is with my praise. I can get to where God is by giving thanks. Amen. You know, and one of the things I said a couple Wednesdays ago, man, I got to get out just even a couple Wednesdays ago, is the word hallah. You know, the, the word hallelujah or the word hallelujah that we, we, we sing. We sing hallelujah. We'll, we'll sing that, you know, in, in our time of worship. But that word hallelujah, you know, if you look at the, the Hebrew meaning of that, it's to boast foolishly, to make a show of. And, you know, it, you know and I, I'm just like, man, you know, and I, and I said a couple weeks ago, you know, I got to learn a new dance move. And they're like, what, what do you mean? I got to learn, I, because that hallelujah, I, I worship God because of who He is. I raise my hands because of who He is. I worship Him because of who He is. And that took some time. It took some time. And I could remember the first time I raised my hands in church. I was like this. I don't know if, I don't know if anybody's experienced these things. Because, you know, the first time I walked into church, I seen people raising their hands. I like, what are they doing? Why, why do they have their hands up? And I could remember asking Miranda questions. Miranda, why, why are why do people raise their hands? They're like, well, they're praising God. What's that mean? I don't know what praising God means. She said, well, they're not doing it for a show. They're doing, they're doing it because it's their, their, their adoration before God. They're showing God that they love Him. 
And I could, re- well, the, you know, the, probably the first time I ever, I ever raised my hands in church, I was crying so bad that, that the, the Holy Spirit, which I didn't know a lot about, the Holy Spirit had touched me, began to move on me, and I was weeping. I was just, why am I, why am I crying? Have you ever been in church service? You just cry. You don't know why you cry. That's what happened. I was crying. I was weeping. Lord, what is, you know, but it was the Holy Spirit. And I, and, I, and I begin to press in, and I begin to learn about praise throughout my life. And as I've learned about praise, I know, I know that it's something that I can push back. I can, I, I can, I can fight battles with. I, I can win battles with, with my praise. Amen. And listen, you guys, I want you to hear this. You can win battles with your praise. You can win battles with your praise. I'm telling you, you can kick the devil right square in the head with your praise. Well, I'm, I'm not, you know, and I, I want you to deeply get that in your spirit that you can kick the devil in his head. You know, I got people calling me this week. Hey, I got cancer. You know, when I t- <laughs> number, you know, as you get older, think you, you know, and you know, what do you, Pastor? What would you, you know, what would you do? I, always be in church, be in church, be around people of faith, be around people of faith that are going to impart faith into you. But I'm going to tell you, you praise God, you praise God. You thank God. Well, I have to do this. I have to praise God. You just continually keep praise in your mouth. You keep praise in your lips. Amen. Because I'm telling you, this life is quick. (laughs) Things go by very quickly. I had three kids that were under the age of five just yesterday. And now they're grown up. One's married and two are on their way out the door. So they say so. But praise God. But praise the Lord. That's just a little bit of out of, out of Acts, you know, and, and just even to understand some of the things that we're talking about, you know, praise is a weapon. And I want to continue on, on to this uh, topic today because I, and I want you to know praise is a wonder. It, it, it is a true wonder. If you have your Bibles, go to Psalms chapter 50. Psalms 50. Because I have just a few points I think I have time to get through today. Psalms 50. Let's start at verse 9. Are you with me? Just say amen if you're with me. I'm going to jump around a few scriptures uh, just as we get into this. It says, I will not accept a bull from your house or goats from your folk. from your folds for every beast of the forest is mine the cattle on the th- on a thousand hills i know all the birds of the hills and all the moves in the fields is mine if i were hungry i would not tell you for if the wor- world in its fullness are mine do i eat the flesh of bulls or do i drink the blood of goats hallelujah and i just want you to understand that god has it all he has it all he doesn't need anything from us He owns all the cattle. He owns all the gold. Do you know that the streets of heaven are paved with gold? He doesn't need anything from us. But one of the things that he requires is our praise. Is our praise. And that's what he was saying to the the Israelites. He was saying to them, look, look, look. I don't need anything you have. I'm God. I I am El Shaddai. I am the God of more than enough. I don't need anything. I have everything. But this is what I want from you. I want your praise. I want your praise. 
And I tell you that sometimes, and I tell you, when, I've, when I learned how to praise God, when I, when I, even in the most difficult times of my life, when I learned how to praise God, what it did for me, it killed pride. It killed pride. It rooted out pride that I, that I, that I knew that I had, but I never knew how to get rid of. But it, and what it did was it rooted out anger. It, I'm telling you, this stuff works. You know, it rooted out things in my life that I, that, I, that I no longer had to carry because I learned how to praise God. Because you know what? I was no longer thinking about me. I was no longer thinking about my own selfish needs. I was no longer saying, well, this is about me. This is about me. This is about me. Because even when you get saved early on, it's still about you a lot. And it's, it's that you, you're, burning th- you're getting things burnt out of your life. You're, you're learning how to put your flesh down. And you're learning how to walk in the Spirit. You know, we sang that song today. There's freedom. There's free, there is freedom in, in serving the Lord. There is freedom in serving God. But I'm telling you, he, he wants to burn things out of us if we allow it. But I tell you that this is the, this is the thing. When, when we learn how to praise and we learn how to give thanks and we learn how to go to God, you know, what does praise look like? Man, it, it's, it, it's, just, it's a matter of opening your mouth and telling God, Lord, I love you. Lord, thank you. Thank you. We don't have to make this complicated. You know, it's like what I said, you know, a couple weeks ago. It's not like it's two fast songs and three, song, uh, three slow songs, and that's praise and worship. That's, that's, not, that's not what it's about. It's a, it's a matter of like when you come into a service and you, you, you just learn. You learn. You, le- you know, I had to learn not to look around. I don't know if I'm talking to anybody. I had to learn not to look around in a church service. Because I would be like, what's that person doing? What's that person? You know, I was like, you know, like the kid on ADHD, you know, you know, the, fir- the first few years of church, what's that person doing? Why are they doing that? Why aren't their kids clapping? Why aren't, why aren't, you know, so I would run through a list of things in my own head. Why don't people, why aren't people doing this? And I'm telling you, something clicked, something clicked, something clicked. And when it clicked, and when it clicked, I began to realize, oh, this is, this is about me and God. This is about me and my relationship with God. This is, this is what God wants for me, is my praise. You know, he, he, he may want my, he, you know, he wants my wife's praise too. You know, I can't look at my wife and see, you know, if she doesn't have her hands up, well, she's not raising her hands, I'm not putting my hands up. We, so, but we do that, right? I mean, we're humans, let's be real, we, we do that. You know, well, I won't put my hands up until she puts her hands up. If she puts her hands up, I'll put my hands up. Or my wife look at me and say, well, I'm not putting my hands up because his hand's not up. It's not about that. It's about coming into that place of worship with God. It's about that, that coming into that praise with God. You know, that, that man, I'm telling you, that's where God moves. And that's where He begins to answer. He begins to answer things that we need to happen in our life through our praise, through, through our adoration, through our worship. So it's making that declaration. It's making that proclamation. Amen. That we have a, we have a God that wants to answer our prayer. And he, he wants to move through our praise. Amen. So God has it all. You know, point number one, if you're taking points, God has it all. He desires your praise. He wants your praise. He, you know, he wants you. And I'm telling you, if, if, if you know, and I don't know if any, if, follow me on this because, listen, pride, man, he, 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 he burned that out of me when I learned how to praise him and I learned how to pray. He burned it out of me. He, he took it. Because now there was a shift because I was no longer thinking about, well, me. I was no longer thinking about me. I was thinking about God. What could I do for God? How could I do this for God? What could I do for God? 
You know, and I, many of you know, I told the story. When I, got, when I first got saved in 1998 or whatever, I was working in Fairmont. I would go tell people about Jesus. I would say, you know, you need to get saved. And they're like, what's that mean? I'm like, I don't know, but I just know you need to get saved because that's what everybody's saying. I feel it. I feel it in me. You got to get saved. And, you know, and I, Lord, you know, I would go try to lead somebody to the Lord. And then I learned how to lead somebody to the Lord. And then I was like, you know, thank you, Jesus. You know, and, and, and you know, and even he is so graceful. He is graceful through this process of being a Christian. He is graceful. He's, he's, man, I'm, aren't you thankful that he's graceful? That, you know, they're, they're, you know, he's not slack concerning his promises. He, his promises are yes and amen. His promises is will that none shall perish. That's God's will. Okay, but he's not slacker. He's not slack concerning you. He loves you. You need to hear that today. He loves you. He's merciful. He's graceful. You know, that, that, grace, that grace is not to keep sinning, but that grace is to overcome sin. Amen? That's the grace of God. That's the grace of God. When we tap into it, we understand it. Man, it's the grace to win. That's the thing with our God. There's a grace to win. He always looks at His children as winners. Amen? I'm a winner. You, you know, praise God. Can I give you something? I'm a winner. I'm not boasting to the, to, to the crowd of people. I'm a winner because that's who God says I am. I'm a winner because that's what comes out. Lord, I thank you that you made me a winner. Some of you just need to get up in the morning and say that. God, I thank you that you made me a winner. I'm a winner. I'm going to win in my job. I'm going to win in my home. I'm going to, I'm going to lead here. I'm going to lead there. You, you know, and, and you speak those things. I'm telling you, death and life are in power of the tongue. And that's the thing about praise. Don't wake up, well, you know, Lord, I just need that. No, I thank you, Jesus. I mean, I get out of bed, sometimes my feet are locked. I yeah, I had surgery on both my feet. People, are you going to have arthritis? Lord, no, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you that I don't have arthritis. I thank you. I, I get up and move my feet around. You know, they, you know, do they hurt? Yeah, they, you know, I'm not, the symptoms are there. They, they hurt, yeah, they hurt sometimes. You know, they hurt in the winter. Well, that's arthritis, you know. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, you know, I, I, I choose to have praise in my mouth. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I thank God that I walk. That doctor's telling me, you're going to wear corrective shoes the rest of your life. No. I knew I wasn't going to even when I wasn't saved. What do I have to do to make my feet better? Well, you need to train, and you need to work out. And, you know, nine months later, I was on a football field again. Praise God. So, you know, there are things that you can do. You know, but it, it, it begins with praise. You guys get anything? Okay. Amen. Let me cover this. Um, you know, point number two. The second thing praise does. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, Psalms 22, 3, God inhabits the praises of his people. The second, thing, the second thing God does is he shows up. He shows up. You know, oftentimes we're looking for God. Where are you, Lord? Where are you, Lord? And, I, and I, I just want you to, I want you to have this illustration, and I want you to have this, in, where are you, Jesus? Where are you, God? And, and he hasn't showed up. Because we're asking wrong. Where are you, God? Where are you, God? God's, you know, I'm not saying God can't operate in that. God can't. But I'm going to tell you that sometimes we're asking wrong. We hit a miss, the Bible says, sometimes because we're, we're, we're asking the wrong thing. We, we just hit a miss. And listen, sometimes it's just, 
you know, yeah, God, I need you. But Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Jesus, for who you are. I thank you, Lord, for who you are. I thank you that you're Lord of my life. Amen. I thank you, Lord, that I'm, that I'm victorious. Amen. That I'm going to have breakthrough in my life. Amen. I thank you, Jesus, that I'm going to get an answer. Can I tell you, expect answers to your prayers. Amen. Expect answers to expect God to move in your behalf. He wants to. He always wants to move in your behalf. Amen. So we don't want to hit and miss, even with our praise. He inhabits the praises of His people. So where do we find God? In, in our praises. Not that God doesn't answer prayer. Hear me, He answers prayer. But listen, our praise, He inhabits, He visits. There's a real visitation that God moves in when we begin to praise God. <clears throat> you know, praise is a natural habitat for God. Because even in heaven right now, you know what they're doing? What are they doing? Praising God. Can I tell you that when we get to heaven, what are we going to do? Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. It's going to shake us. Because, you know, I, I think this, you know, this little thing I do here, clap my hands, raise my hands. I, I think that's praise. And there's going to be, <laughs> there's going to be a party. I mean, it's going to look like a Toby Mac concert. Amen. You know, it's, it's, you know people are going to be jumping. People are going to be dancing. You know, isn't it funny? We can go to a rock show. We can go to a concert. We can get loose. We can dance. We can sing. We can, we can go to, you know, I don't know who's, what, what music's out there. I don't even know what music's out there. What it, we can go to Planet Shakers concert, Christian group, and they can play all the right music. They can, we can get up and jump and dance and do all this at a Planet Shakers concert. But, but, you know, we have a hard time, you know, getting up in the morning and thanking God. But that one event, we can, we can plan for that one event, get all dressed up. Amen. Get all dressed, you know, put our makeup on. I don't wear makeup, praise God. But we can, you know, the girls can put on their makeup, get all, get all, you know, looking fine and do all that. And the guys can, you know, smell good, put on deodorant, do those things, shave even, go to the Planet Shakers and we dance and we jump and we scream and we yell and we're thankful. We're thankful. You know, go to an NFL football game. People are crazy about what they love, aren't they? Go to a hockey game. Everybody wants to fight, even each other. Go to a hockey game. You want to fight? Yeah, I want to fight. Go to a, the other, go to a tough man contest. People outside fighting before you ever get inside. I don't know why I know that, but anyway, it's before I was saved. But, but, the, but, but people get up for that. They get excited about that. But I want to tell you, can't we get excited about Jesus on a Sunday morning? on a Sunday evening, on a Wednesday night, in a life. Can't we get excited about Jesus? Can't we sing praises to Him other days of the week other than Sunday and Wednesday? How about Monday and Tuesday? Hey, I'm here, I'm here for early morning prayer. I'm going to change my times. I'm going to go earlier so people can get here if anybody wants to pray. Amen. Amen. We're going to do it. Because prayer, is a, prayer, prayer and praise is a weapon. Amen. It is a weapon given to the body of Christ. And I'm telling you, you know what, what happens is we, we begin to knock things out of the park. You want to change Fairmont? <laughs> I want to change Fairmont. I want to change this region. I know God, didn't <laughs> God did not send us back to West Virginia for us just to get comfortable. I'm, I'm not comfortable. And listen, if you're going where we're going, it's not going to be comfortable. You, you mean you go to the streets and pray for people? Yeah, we do. 
It's a simple training. We come in here, we meet, and we talk about 25 minutes, 30 minutes, and we put people, we match them up with people that know how to win souls. And we go out and we, we, we go out and tell people about Jesus. Does everybody like to hear that? No. <laughs> Is it offensive? Sometimes. But not always. Sometimes you meet somebody and you pray with them and God shows up. Amen. Because you come in here and you're prayed up and you're, you're praised up. And you go out you go out and you, you tell somebody about Jesus. You guys heard my testimony about Papal Gene. A year and a half praying for a man. Praising God and thanking God on, his way to, on, the, on the way to his house. Lord, I thank you that he's going to be saved today. That's about all I said. It's about all I said. You know, in my mind, in my own flesh, I was thinking, I've got to create another back door for him to get saved so he doesn't shut me down. And, you know, he gets saved. He gets saved. And I'm telling you, it's important. It's important. Your praise matters to God. Your praise matters to God. Psalms 22.3 inhabits the praises of his people. This is God's natural habitat. So you have to understand, God responds to praise. He responds to praise. His presence is not automatic. God doesn't have to show up. Do you understand that? God doesn't just have to appear he ha or he has to show up. You know, a lot of times, you know, people will cry out to God. They'll need God when they're in a crisis. You know, one of the things we've been talking a lot about, and I started, you guys, you know, that are here and have been here, I started talking about a month ago. Lord, I thank you that we're going to be a healthy church. I thank you, Lord, that no sickness or disease is going to come near people's homes. You know, it, and, and I thank God. Lord, I thank you for healing. I thank you, Lord, for healing. Now, my kids and, you know, everybody, even just this week, started getting some junk. And you know what we did? We thanked God. Lord, I thank you. And we prayed over them. You know, everybody in here, whatever day it was, we, we, we just felt come in, anoint everybody with oil. Thank, thank Jesus for our healing. Amen. I stand upon the promises of God. Amen. Because that's what he's given us. He's given his word to stand upon those promises. He inhabits the praises of his people. You want to go, go to another level. <laughs> Get this, watch this, because if you want to go to another level in your faith, you'll have to praise at another level. You'll have to pray at another level. You'll, you'll never, you're never going to advance unless your praise and your prayer advance. I was challenged by Dr. Morocco. He's 70 years old. He gets up at 4.30 in the morning and goes to prayer every day of the week. Six days a week, 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. He's 70 years old and goes to prayer every morning. He shared a, a story with me. It was a powerful story. I don't know if anybody knows uh, who Young E. Cho is they, uh, uh, from South Korea, the largest church in the world. And I asked him because he's going to be in Maui with Dr. Morocco and Meng. And he's <laughs> I said, how did, you, how did you meet Dr. Cho? He said, it's interesting. He said, in 1967, my father. I mean, you got to I mean, understand the magnitude of this. He said, my father. Met Dr. Cho. He wasn't a doctor at that point. And uh, he introduced him to prayer. Early morning prayer. Dr. Morocco's father got up at 5 o'clock every morning and prayed for an hour. Praised God for an hour. He thanked God. I mean, he was a missionary in, in the Philippines. That, you know, that he had people knocking on his doors. This was after Mr. Summerall actually left the country, but had people knocking on the doors to kill him. So they had to learn how to pray. I mean, you, you, people with guns that are knocking on your door that want to kill you, you got to learn to pray. So my mama prayed a lot <laughs> for us. My mama prayed a lot. But he, he shared this story with me. He said, 
He said, 1967, my dad talked with him about prayer, and it had, had kind of introduced to him that early morning prayer concept. And Cho adopted that in their church. And they began to pray as a church. And then within a matter of, I don't know, not even 25 years, it was the world's largest church with close to a million members. Isn't God amazing? And in 1983, he stood in Dr. Morocco's pulpit, and he said, I've come to pay my debt to this man because of what his father did. And Dr. Morocco said at that point was 1983, 1984, when the miracle on Maui, if you bought the book, it's an amazing story, broke out in the church, just grew. It grew, it grew from 60 to roughly around 500 people in a month and a half. And prayer was instituted. It was instituted. If we want to change, we want to change the atmosphere in Fairmont. If we, we want to change the atmosphere in our lives. If we want to change things in our life, our praise and our prayer have to, have to go up. Amen. It has to go up. We have, we have to be, um, if we want to advance, we have to advance through prayer and praise. And doctor shared that, and he said, you know, in 1983, he stood in our pulpit. He said, and at that point, my dad had come on staff for us, and he started early, early, early morning prayer meeting, and doctor said, I hated it. I hated it. He said, I hated getting out of bed. He said, my dad was getting up at 4, 4.30 in the morning to get started for prayer at 5. He said, I hated it. I hated to pray in the morning. He said, it took, me <laughs> it took me some time to get used to that. You know, hate's a strong word, but, you know, he, he didn't want to pray. Your flesh, I kind of take your flesh doesn't want to pray at 5 o'clock, 5.30 in the morning. Can't go back to bed. It's cold outside, right? But that devotion, that dedication is what's pushed this church to be where it's at. It's, what, you know, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. Him and I both laughed going down the road the other day. He said, could you imagine that you guys come from West Virginia to Maui, joined our team, have went back to West Virginia, and you're planning a KC church, and it was prophesied 25 years ago that we would be on the East Coast. He had preached in a church in Fairmont 20-plus years ago here. Um, it, 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 and he said just how God has done that. And he said, now Hawaiians are going to West Virginia. He's like, only God could do that. Only our God could actually, you know, take you from, and he laughs every time. You, you move, he said, the thing about it is, he said, you didn't move to like Kaului or, or Honolulu. You moved to Hana. You went from West Virginia to Hana. And, uh, and now the Hana people have now went from Hana to, to where we're at. It's, and he, we laughed, he laughed, and he, he was still laughing. As, even as the close of the evening, he's like, isn't God so amazing? And that's all he, he just kept, he kept saying, isn't God amazing? What God is doing. What God is doing with the people. But see, prayer and praise is so vital for the church. If we want to elevate, if you want to move forward in your life and in your Christian walk, your devotion to prayer, your devotion to praise. I, I, you know, I put these two together. They're not, they're not uniquely the same thing, but I, I, I want to tell you is that your praise needs to be a part of your prayer life. You know, and that's why even even an early morning prayer, we always open up with praise. Let's just let's just give thanks to God. It's the first thing we do in the morning. We give thanks to God, and when we close out in prayer, you know what? Know what we do? We give thanks to God. Let's thank God. Let's thank God that He's a God that answers prayer. See, God wants to do this. We want to we want to change a region. We want to tra change an area. You know, it's not it's not a it's this isn't a harp. I just know for us to go to the next level. Amen. This will be something that we have to do. Well, I pray at home, Pastor. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, we're not, I'm not against that. 
I'm not against praying, praying at home. You know, the Bible, you know, the Bible talks about corporate prayer, a time when people can come together corporately and pray. It's, it, it's important. I mean, you know, I, you know, think about Jehoshaphat. He called the whole nation to a fast. The whole na- nation fasted for three days. Whole nation fasted for three days. You know, he, he inquired of the Lord. He got a word from the Lord. He got, he got, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's such a great story. He got a, he got a word from the Lord. And what they went out and did, they went out and praised their way to be victorious. It says the enemies come against one another as they as they as they made as they made ambush against you know Jehoshaphat and his people as as they came crashing in they attacked one another because they were standing on they were standing out along the the, the guards of everything just praising. It's like what I said last week. Could you imagine like the walls of Jericho, like you think you're going into battle, and somebody hands you a trumpet. Well, I thought I was going to get a knife. I thought I was going to get a sword, a javelin, a bow and arrow. But, you know, instead you get, you get a saxophone. I mean, I, just, I picture this stuff, huh? I get a, you get a drum. You know, okay, I'm gonna, we're going to go, the walls of Jericho are coming down, and here's your drum. No, we're going into battle. Where, where's my weapon? No, this is your weapon. This is your weapon. You, you know, you don't even get a weapon. you got to scream. You got to be real loud. You, when when I when I say ten, you got to scream. Oh, I, I don't know how to scream. No, you're going to know how to scream. This is the weapon you've been given. You've been given the weapon of praise. Well, I, I want a saxophone. No, you've been given the weapon of praise. So you you have to understand how important this is. You have to understand and grab a hold of what what God's plan is for His people. And he, he, he inhabits the praises of his people. Those walls came down because God showed up. Everybody agree? It's not just some story, just not some, well, you know, yeah. You know, archaeologists said this. No, 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 no. The walls came down. You know why I know that? It's because that's what the Bible says. The walls came down. And it was because of, because of praise. It was because of praise. Jehoshaphat's enemies attacked one another because of praise. The whole nation was turned around because of praise. Esther, great story. The whole nation called, called into a fast. They praised God. Things were reversed. You can fast for 21 days. You can fast for three days. You can do it for, you can do it for uh, one day. You can do it for a half a day. I mean, God shows up. He inhabits the praises of his people. Amen? So praise is a weapon. I gotta, you know, I'm going to bring this to a close today. Because I've got a lot of stuff around this topic and um, I, I feel it's important because you know there are things that, that we do in, uh, with, with God you know it, when we praise God it deepens our knowledge of the word of God don't, don't you want more wisdom from the word of God I do it, it, it deepens our wisdom um, th- there's so many things that you can break through with God in praise amen 